One and two and three and four. There's murder and intrigue, but the kids of Riverdale are gonna be just fine, just fine, just just fine. There's Jughead and Betty, and Dad's a serial killer serving some jail time, jail time, jail jail time. We got milkshakes and pops. And mimosas at Veronica's Yeah, the kids of Riverdale are gonna solve some crime Some crime, some, some crime Cause the kids of Riverdale are gonna still be fine Maybe damaged, damn, damn, damn Sit right down, you're gonna have a real good time With Team Cheryl Who's Archie? Welcome to another episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas. And today, we're getting satanic, folks, because we're traveling to the world of Damien Thorne and his spawn. That's right, folks, we're talking Omen for The Awakening, the TV movie, which is the fourth sequel in the Omen franchise. You may be wondering why we're talking about The Omen 4. Is this just another thing that Andrew decided to shoehorn in? No, my friends. There is a reason, and you will learn soon. But first, let's introduce the cast. Hello, Jason. Dominus. Sanctus Dominus. Oh, man, I'm just telling... When that was like... My cat started like looking at the, the TV when that started blaring, and I'm like, oh, fuck, they're about to kill me. <laughs> Shit. The cats are about to turn. They're like, Dominus. <laughs> And all the cats, like, start looking at the TV, and I'm like, oh, my God, all my cats are scary now to this music. No, um, my, you know, Michael Lerner's petting the cats, guys. Well, he's petting the cats. It's true. The cats, cat, this is cats one of those few satanic-esque movies where the cats are the good guys. The dogs but, uh, are bad. Dogs, dogs, dog bad. Uh, person who ain't bad, Evan is also with us. Hello, Evan. Oh, hi. I don't have a cute intro, so I'll just say that as I was watching this movie, I realized I've only seen the first Omen. So then I had to go read the plot summary of two and three to make sure I was up to date. Turns out I didn't really need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was ca- it's kind of relevant, I guess. I guess a little like, bit. It's it's relevant in that I've not seen. So I I've seen the original Omen plenty of times. I've seen Omen two once, I think. I mm. own it on VHS, but I own a sealed VHS copy mm-hmm. of it. Ooh. I wonder, I own a sealed VHS copy of it and Omen 3. I wonder if some dumb nerd would buy that off me. Maybe I should put 100% that on eBay. 100% they would, yes. I should put that on eBay and just buy the Blu rays, because um, I kind of want to now that I've seen this movie, because I kind of love it. But, anyways, we'll get into that. Yeah. And, okay, and weirdly enough, this is this is the kind of like nerd shit that is like probably going to get me banned from life i own all the novelizations um i own omen one two and three now omen four is a sequel to a novelization but is a different sequel than this movie mm. it's called omen four 2000 <laughs> 2020 and i am gonna go right now and i'm going to grab that novelization and i'm going to read you the summary but while i go to get that jason why are we talking about this movie well 
I mean, there's connections here, right? Um, there's um, one connection, which is uh, there, there's a drifter who uh, ha whose dog, the one good dog, well, I guess maybe not a good dog, right? Saves the little girl, um, but seems like a, a, a superhero at the time, mm -hmm. um, is right. Kevin's dad in Riverdale. Kevin Keller's dad. Um, so there's that. Okay. He's in this movie for about uh, three and a half seconds. But he's there. Right. Uh, but, you know, uh, also in the film, we have a connection to Sabrina. And that's uh, Megan Leitch. Megan Leitch is the character who plays uh, Sister Yvonne and Felicity. Plays a bigger role than you expect. Gets the shit slapped, the, the taste slapped out of her mouth by the older nun at the beginning. Um, and no, doesn't she, is she the one who gets like nom 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 the bile and then gets boys? bit by the snakes? Yeah, yes. boys, in the boys. wig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Famous for playing uh, Sam Mulder in the X Files. Hell uh, yeah. You know? She gets killed off like way too early in the. Oh, that's just a blatant spoiler for the X Files. Uh, yeah, thanks. Sorry. Wow. Great. Sorry, I just. <laughs> I was supposed to say she gets killed off way too early. I think it's like what season three she's knocked off, and there's like mm. eight, 20 seasons of that show. Yeah, they obviously weren't thinking too well. They they knock off like so many family members in those early seasons of X Files. They're just well, like, Bam, Mulder's dead. just sort of has to be alone. You know, that's kind of the way it goes, right? Yeah, um, but you know, he has to stay there with his pistachios and pornography. <laughs> yes, um, you know, also uh, played Batty Bat in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina in two episodes. So, has oh, played shit. a fat demon woman in um, you know two episodes of Sabrina. Nice. Nice. Okay, guys. Do you want to hear the plot? Yes. No, but you're going to tell me anyways. Oh, of course you don't want to hear it. But you know what? You're going you're gonna to hear it. Damien Thorne, spawn of Satan, was dead, slain by one of the sacred daggers of Armageddon. I guess that explained where we are in this movie. I guess he died. Uh, even mm -hmm. Father DiCarlo, his most brilliant opponent, Father DiCarlo is a terrible name, uh, believed the greatest threat the world had ever known was defeated for all eternity. Mm. Only the innermost circle of Damien's disciples knew of his unnatural coupling with a beautiful, helpless victim. Only they what? knew of the I don't son. think that's called coupling. I think that's uh, called it's rape. It's called rape, I believe. Yes. Um, <laughs> only they knew of the son born of that horrific ravishment. Rape, by the way, guys. Guys who wrote this, you could just use the word rape. Uh, but now the boy was growing up, and already his powers could be felt as the globe began to split in savage struggle. And the new emperor of evil mounted to the throne of hell on earth. Followed up by a sequel, which is Omen 5, The, Abom the Abomination, which is another mm. novelization sequel. And here is the plot for that one. Armageddon has come and gone. So I guess they just, they, they, they made it okay in, uh, in <laughs> Omen 4. Yeah, uh, spoilers. <laughs> the Middle East is a desolation. Uh-oh. Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, Damascus, Beirut, a radioactive slag. Beirut? That seems like a weird one to throw in there. <laughs> As the poisonous clouds drift west, anarchy and random savagery precede them. 
mankind prepares sullenly for extinction. <laughs> At the heart of the Thorn Corporation, a terror now largely stripped of disguise, Damien Thorne. He's alive again? His mother is a mystery, but his father, for those who have always believed in the force of evil and rejoiced in their faith, a new master is preparing a summons. But mankind can still be saved. Jack Mason. What a fucking terrible name. Determined to expose the truth about the Thorn Empire is closing in on the boy Damien. Mm-hmm. But how is he a boy again? Yeah, so that's what the, the fuck? thing. So he went from being a man, he became Sam Neill, then he got fucking murked by some guy whose father O'Shaughnessy or whatever his name was. Father. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Cancel him. Father DiCarlo, so not even close. Um, but he came back as the baby then, so I guess the baby in... Well, that sort of happens four, in this film, though. That does kind of happen in this film. Anyway, so Jack Mason is going to uh, kill him again because most right. of this franchise is about people killing babies. But only if he can oh, accept so- the true significance of what he finds will the devil's plans be thwarted and hope restored. And if he fails, man's own instruments of destruction will destroy Mm. the world. And that was all like, so those two books came out by 1985. Because the Omen 5 is from 1985 and the actual Omen for The Awakening which is a Canadian television film, that explains a lot, uh, was made in 1991. So these... so And the final almost, conflict is like 81, I think. 80, early 80s. Yeah. And then in, in, the, the, in the preceding years, they made sequels to the novelization, I guess. I guess those novelizations must have sold well. Uh, but then, you know, Omen 4 was like, bam, we're pulling a Star Wars. All of that is, all that expanded universe, we're throwing that out. <laughs> all the rich, all the rich lore, all the horrors that happened to Beirut. We're just pff, getting rid of that. Yeah. And now, we're going to Canada. Hmm. Um, I could definitely tell that this was Canada, by the way. Um, mainly because of the Riverdale connections. Because the one guy, Martin Cummins, who plays the Drifter in this movie, mm-hmm. he lives in Vancouver. And was a close family friend with somebody. Did he just wander work. onto set? He wasn't even actually cast in this movie. I mean, he could have. <laughs> just walking his he dog. Could've. He probably could have. He probably could have. Um, but let's talk about the the movie itself. I guess like just kind of chat about the movie itself. Um, Evan, what did you yes. what did you think of Omen Four: The Awakening? And had you had had you not seen this one before? So this was my first time seeing it. I didn't know it was Me a TV too. movie. You're blowing my mind right now. Um, but it makes a lot of sense. It does so, make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, um, I think, like I said at the top of the show, I I saw the first one. I read the plot summaries for two and three. And I guess what it helped with is that I probably would have thought the entire time watching this, like, well, where's Damien? Like, what happened to that? And then this that sort of cleared that up for me. Um, I guess, like... <laughs> I wouldn't say I enjoyed the movie, um, but I would say the weird thing I noticed is that it has some of the weirdest editing I've seen in a movie in a long time where I feel like the first half of the movie cuts so quickly between scenes 
whereas the second half, every scene feels way too long. So I, it was just right. like a really weird experience where I was taking notes and being like, what is, I don't know exactly what's going on right now. Um, and I don't know if I rewind it, I'll even get the answer I'm looking for. So I just was kind of like, all right, I'm just going to see what happens at the end and then see if I figured it out. And I'm still not totally sure what happens at the end. So you guys will have to help me clear that up. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'm sure that if anyone can solve this, if anyone can make this movie make sense, it's my good pal, Jason. Jason, what do you think about this movie? And explain. Uh, I had definitely seen this movie um, at some point. I did not recall a moment of it, though. Uh, and I really, I actually really enjoyed this movie. Like, I, it really surprised me how much I liked this movie. Even though I'm a huge fan of, like, every Omen movie, this one definitely didn't stick. I mean, Omen 2 is, Omen 1's amazing film. Everyone knows that. Omen oh, 2, yeah. uh, Omen 2 is enjoyable. Omen 3, you get Sam Neill, you know? It's so, such a weird, it's a very weird franchise because. Yeah. So I would say it's I mean just because I've seen I've seen this now I would say as so I the there was like the Omen I I always lo, lo, lope in the original Omen the original like Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby like right in that that little This is very area. Rosemary's Baby. This is very this, like it, this one is this, yes yeah. yes. Uh, but I was going to say that as a franchise Omen is the victor because the um exorcist franchise has two good movies where i would at least say there are three that enjoyable movies in the omen franchise maybe good is not the right word yeah but try to enjoy exorcist to the heretic (laughs) i've tried many times and failed every time oh Um, uh, exorcist 3 though i think is a phenomenal movie oh yeah exorcist 3 is great i mean if you go quality wise then there might be a different but like as a franchise yeah no i agree i agree um now this movie I think it's sort of way smarter than it should be in the sense that it sort of sets you up to feel like it's kind of a reboot, which I think is kind of what um, you were alluding to there, Andrew, right? Like, it's kind of like uh, Omen 1 again. Like, you sort of think it's like, oh, it's Omen 1 again with a uh, girl, Damien, right? That's kind of what it sets you up to feel like it is. And there's a lot of stupid shit in this movie. It's not a... I wouldn't say it's a good movie per se, but I think it's more interesting than it deserves to be for it to be a t- Canadian TV film. And it's sort of like okie dokes you. Like it, it comes back and it's like, no, this is really uh, part of the franchise and this is the rebirth of Damien, right? Spoiler alert. Um, well, it, w- it is, but is it? Because like, is, yeah. is that child supposed to be Damien reborn? Yes. Because like, I think yes. you're taking that... Damien reborn thing from my novelizations because I didn't think it was he was supposed to be reborn. Oh I yeah, it was... yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, it's the son of Damien, right? Yeah. But I mean, Damien's the son of the devil, right? So it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like a, a human form. Like you would say, the Jesus being born again is still Jesus. Do you know what I mean? Like it, oh, it's it, uh, okay. No, you're okay. That's fair. That's fair. So I it's mean... sort of like Damien's just like the name of the vessel of the body that holds the antichrist right Right, so in that sense it's the rebirth of the antichrist right so you know yes he's got his little palm with 666 on it right looks like a couple of wrinkled worms on his on his little baby his baby (laughs) hand 
And that baby looks like Sam Neill. So, I mean, you you tell me. <laughs> we need a baby that looks like Sam Neill. <laughs> yes, that's what we need right now. Baby right. Sam Neill. The world needs baby Sam Neill. You know, um, I, I what, okay, so here's the, the thing about kind of every Exorcist movie I've seen, and at least this movie, like, and the original. I don't know why I said Exorcist. We're talking Omen. My apologies. But the original Omen movie and this Omen movie, I love how the endings to these movies are parent is going ham trying to murder a child oh yeah and dude like, she's gonna shoot that baby in the fucking face yeah, it's amazing man, totally gonna just she's gonna murk that baby and like I, I was just blown away when she just shows up at that doctor's office and just stabs the doctor in the awesome. hand and awesome. then like fucking shanks him again and i was like holy crap what's happening here that's amazing there's a bunch of awesome moments in this film michael lerner being hit with a fucking goddamn wrecking ball like he's <laughs> yeah, like he's a miley cyrus he's miley monster. cyrus like, it's, right. <laughs> it's fucking amazing it shows the entire thing I can't believe this is a T. This is that's amazing. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen somebody be murdered with a wrecking ball in the movie before. No, and you'd think that that would be a thing that that you know that you'd see more often, but no, not that. And Michael Lerner's great. We were talking pre-show, uh, Andrew and I, like him petting cats and stuff, and doing the the heart. Like he's just a really good actor, and it's great to see him. I wish he was in more of the film, like at the beginning. But the screen time he gets, he's he's really good in this film. Actually, way better than it deserves, in my opinion. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, Evan, are you going to go back? Do you, would you want to watch the other movies after watching this one? I don't know. See, I was going to ask because, Jason, you said you, you like the series a lot. I was just – I honestly didn't know there was more than two. So, like, when you said let's watch four, I was like, oh, gosh, okay. I didn't even know that <laughs> I don't, existed. I don't think they're – yeah, and I don't think they're great films. By I don't think the only one that's a great film is the first one, but I do think that they're solidly entertaining films like okay you know what i mean like they're kind of in this vein right to, to varying degrees um probably like they're probably better made because they're actual films whereas this is a television film um right. but but i think that they, i think this is pretty representative of like the enjoyment level that at least i get out of the i love a bad omen film um this is the same director i believe as the curse of michael myers why? Oh, and it really shows. That makes a lot of sense. What? Yeah. yeah. Are, are you for real? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I feel like the editing oh, is very revenge. similar. It's revenge of Michael oh, Myers. Thank oh, you. it's revenge? It's which not. I, oh. which, Halloween oh. 5, which I actually dig a lot. I'm not going to Oh, lie. it's Halloween. Okay, Halloween, whatever. Halloween 5 is actually, you know what? This is actually, that makes a lot of sense. This movie has the same energy of you know, if Donald Pleasant's going, Cookie Woman! Yeah, <laughs> cookie woman. woman! Yes, that's the one. Yes, you're right, Revenge. Yes, that's the one where they Bing. murder everyone in the fucking, with the machine guns at the end, right? In the... That is... What? Police that, state, or the, yeah. There, um... I felt like there were moments in this movie, too, where it was, like, weirdly cute. And I was like, this is right. weird. And it, But that makes sense, because, again, Halloween 5, there's that weird, like, those two cops two that are kids. like oh we're just funny <laughs> and on the road you know like the yeah book and skull of the halloween universe yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um 
I, one of the things I think is interesting they do in this film is they do like a lot of callbacks to the first film. Mm. Like they kind of do the decapitation scene again in a different way. Yeah, I think I think they. It, it, it's actually maybe to me it's actually one of the best ways to call back a movie in a future movie that I've ever seen, like implementation wise, <laughs> because I it doesn't feel as so some some movies like they're really blatant and they're not that creative and like. They don't tie in or work at all. And to be fair, there are some scenes where they call back in this movie that don't mesh in at all, but it's not the same scene, right? So when they they reference the David Warner getting his head cut off scene, which right. I, from the original Omen, which honestly I believe is one of the best decapitations ever oh, put to film. Yes. Um, but uh, they do it in such a way where it's not set up like at all and it's like in an entirely different location as the Dave Warner thing so like the same thing happens but like you are not expecting it and it just comes in as a treat because all of a sudden the dad leaves the like so this okay let's set up the scene so there's this kid the kid is taunting little little Damien who in this movie is Delilah. Do you do? Stomping, Delilah, yeah. Stomping on her fucking banana. And, and I was like, oh, and her, God. and her, okay. We, I uh, can't wait, I can't wait. I love it's Delia, by the way. It's Delia. So, stomping this peanut butter sandwich. So then she just, like, starts beating him with her lunchbox. <laughs> oh, yeah. But so she, he like, punches her in the face. And then he responds by just whacking her one in the face, giving her, a, like, a split lip. And then we get this scene where the parents of that kid are like, your kid's a psychopath. He was beating up my kid. Can, can, I, like, ask you, can I ask you this kid, question? Yeah, go Does ahead. this film think spitting at people is like throwing acid in their face? I guess so. <laughs> okay, look, or yeah. is she like a xenomorph? Like what? Because <laughs> like they're making, they're like, your kid's a psychopath. She spit at him. Yeah. He punched yeah. her in the face. Too far. And, and, and he does and she does spit again later in the movie. <laughs> and which leads to another amazing death. Like they got uh, hydrochloric acid thrown in their face. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, I guess it's the opposite of holy water. It's like if if like a demon spits at you, it's like, you know, what I paused holy, what Sorry, holy I'm... water does to vampires, demon spit does to humans. I don't know. Sorry to interrupt, but um I just it just popped in my head. Like I laughed for three minutes at the beginning of this film where they pour holy water on the baby and it just starts screaming. Oh, yes, no, okay, wait. I wanted to, okay, that part is so funny. I remember my baptism. Well, I've been, okay, I've had to see many babies get baptized and like they always cry, but I love that the priest, the look on his face was like, no baby cries like this. Like it's like every single baby I've ever seen get baptized cries their eyes out. Like you, this is so normal. Yeah, because you're throwing a bunch of water on a baby. Yeah. The baby does not want to be dunked, right? Like, did you hear what that priest? It doesn't want to be thrown in the water. Did you hear what that priest said? I wrote no. it down because it's outrageous. A cr- <laughs> every cry brings a baby closer to God is what he says. <laughs> What? I do not trust <laughs> it's that. One the, it's yeah, one that's... of the most outrageous things I've ever heard. It's very dark. Somebody arrest that man. Um, <laughs> Why are you hitting that baby with a belt, sir? I'm bringing okay. it closer to God. <laughs> okay, but anyways. So they have that little dispute, and the parents are like, look, can you please not mess around with this boy again? We think that that boy started it, but like, just chill. It's fine. Uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. I won't do anything to the boy. 
Well, it was established that the child was afraid of heights. So she steals his lucky rock? She steals some shit. She yeah, steals what was some... I thought he said pocket knife, and I was like, there's oh, no way that's a pocket knife. Maybe? I don't know, man. It's very weird. So she steals yeah. something that he wants, and then this amazing sequence happens where she goes up a ladder, just keeps going up a ladder, and he's all, like, going up the ladder, and then he realizes he's getting high, and he's like, oh, my goodness, I can't get any higher. And then she's like, you sissy, what are you going to do, you little piece of shit? And then he pisses <laughs> his pants, and you're like, uh-huh, what? Okay. And then the parents come, and then the parents start flipping out on the girl again. And I'm like, she didn't even touch a kid. The kid just, just climbed went up the ladder, ladder and peed his pants. Like, I mean, I'm sorry to tell you, but your kid's just a loser. He's not like. <laughs> she didn't. I beat think she him calls him a sissy later. She calls him a sissy. She called him a sissy. She bullied him. She wasn't nice. True. She was a bad sure. kid. She was being mm. rude. I don't well, condone I... bullying, but I wouldn't, as the parent, be like. Your kid is the worst kid ever. It did just my kid was bullying her, and she he got she got his revenge. But so they have that moment, and then the the parents are kind of having a having a debate, and for whatever reason the dad goes, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this girl a talking to." So he starts like approaching the car with the with you know our little Satan lady in there, and she just starts looking at him. She gives him a look. And he's all like, Whoa, I'm gonna pee like my son. So he like gets in his car and leaves his wife. His wife is also there. So you would expect he's like gonna get his wife and his kid and then like go for a drive and get out of there, right? No, he just starts driving forward and not fast, right? So he's like, a, it's like a slow drive. There's no speed going on here, okay? He's slowly like, exiting this, you know, this parking lot while locked eyes still on Little Satan. <laughs> a, a, like, a truck that would be, like, carrying construction equipment backs up slightly and decapitates him. And he drives into it and he gets decapitated. And you're like, what? Excuse and to, like, me. make sure you really knew it got decapitated, <laughs> they have a fucking bow, ball, like a children's ball, like start rolling into the parking lot and like she looks down at it and goes ha 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 and like laughs at the little ball and you're like wow okay didn't fucking expect that how 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 is this girl to blame for any of this first of all oh, he yeah. all he had to do was look out his windshield <laughs> where he was going and that couldn't have happened uh, oh <laughs> yeah, my at God. any it moment reminded me of the uh there's the whole sequence where the the first nanny that she gets that's like kind of into the eastern healing crystal oh, stuff oh my gosh takes we her to that like that. whatever yeah. like market thing and then that that scene is so crazy because i feel like it feels like it's 45 minutes long because they just keep going from booth to booth as the girl just looks at people and they all just like there's all these extras that get all the screen time staring at the camera and then staring at her it's so weird <laughs> evan excuse me it's a psychic fair okay oh psychic fair excuse me Five times, roughly, I'm taking the kid to the psychic fair. Like, it's right, just right. a thing that's in every town. And, like, why would you let your kid be going to a psychic fair? Oh, because well, she might yeah. make friends, as according to the nanny. <laughs> There's this so much I want to talk nanny. about here. This is a bad nanny. When this nanny gets spit on and then a dog, like, fucking throws her out a window, <laughs> yeah, she's this... a service mother is awful like honestly like 90 percent of this shit like i think this is kind of what you're alluding to 
Andrew, like, it's not that bad. Like, the shit she does isn't even that bad. Like, I would pay my child $15 if she ripped up a fucking pamphlet given to her by Jehovah's <laughs> Witness yeah. and brought her attack dog out. Like, uh, okay. Okay. I mean, Jason, that's bad. Jason, are you finding a lot of, like, Barbies with, like, nearly bit off heads? Uh, oh, my God. That scene. <laughs> that was so good. I love how she threw so the doll good. onto that woman's lap and the woman's, like, <laughs> They just like pass it around to each other, like, look at what your daughter did. She's a yeah. psycho. Well, and then they look at it and they'll be like, Well, I guess she doesn't like prom queens. And you're like, What? <laughs> yeah. Do any then, of us, Don? And then they directly, later in the movie, they directly reference Carrie. Like, there's a yeah. scene oh, where yeah. they're in like a, a science center in some weird part of Canada where uh where they're they're just like exploring this like very bizarrely laid out building which has a science theater and like a playground in, at, at like the bottom floor but it looks like it's a mall it doesn't make any sense but mm -hmm. anyways when they're there like the mom is all like i think my kid is something's wrong with my kid she's probably satan and then they're like, oh, what? She's like carrier or something? She's going to like burn up the prom? Oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I, was, so was the prom queen like supposed to harken back to Carrie in our mind? Like, oh, this lady, she's, she's so evil and badass. She would, she would bite off Sissy SpaceX face. Like that's well, what she would Well, first of all, do. we have um, glossed by two of my favorite scenes in this movie, um, way past it. And number one is the scene at the beginning where the n older nun just absolutely bitch slaps the younger nun <laughs> yeah. in the most vicious way I've ever seen in a film. And True. that old nun was looking for, I don't know what that, what, what um, Sam freaking Mulder did to that older lady, but she was down to beat the shit out of her. It was, she was incredible. Down to clown. And she was <laughs> pounding it down. And she was like really taking Taking, uh, taking one for the team by just smacking that lady around. They're like, this baby is Satan. Can't you see that there's an eclipse coming? And that's definitely why this is happening. There's a cloud uh, how coming. How many times do you think that happens in America every time there's an eclipse? Like, I swear, there are so many cases of omen baby attempted murders that we just don't hear about. Yeah, probably. Like, probably happens all the time in America. Uh the I second was a one worried. i was a little wait, worried wait. when when we when we got that scene and then there was another scene because there was like two people had heart attacks like within like the oh, like, yeah. first five minutes and i was like oh is this gonna be just heart attack the movie like she's just gonna be like oh all these people had pre-existing heart conditions it turns out she wasn't demonic at all it's <laughs> It's a bad, it's a bad healthcare. It's just a healthcare. fucking indictment <laughs> of America's healthcare. This is an indictment of American healthcare. That's why he's Satanistic, but he was also just a healthcare official. <laughs> well, she kept saying it's the world that's evil. No child is evil. It's America that's evil. And okay, can't argue that. Yeah, I was um, gonna say I kind of agree. <laughs> um, agree. This lady's on to something. Wait, I am like, kind of feeling this. Yeah. <laughs> just shows the White House. Dominos. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a great film. Well, like, why do they never get that? Like, the, I, there's all these, like, there's so many. Uh, okay, sorry, I'll get to that in a second. But what, what uh, was the other uh, scene you want to talk about? The other scene is that I just, oh, man, it's so funny, is that there's, like, this, the first scene after they take the baby home. And this baby is 
a infant. Like a little bit. She's just holding this baby on her shoulder. And then she screams because evidently the baby just reaches up and scratches her face. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like this insane. fucking Wolverine. Like, what is this? And, it's alive? Uh, like, what's going on? I was on like, baby? this is fucking amazing. This, this evil baby is just scratching people. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Oh, I okay. wish that Speaking was the entire film. I just Speaking wish that was the entire film is just people getting scratched by this baby. Okay, <laughs> that would be amazing. But speaking of evil babies, before I get to the one point I wanted to get to, what was up with that fucking baby Jesus that Michael Lerner finds? Oh, yeah, like the weird alien baby That's Jesus? That's the scariest looking baby Jesus I've ever seen. <laughs> I want to set that up for both Halloween and Christmas. It's yeah. the perfect decoration that you can keep up for like four months. It's, it's so crazy. Good. It's a year-round kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what? Yes. It's a year-round. Yeah. Alien, alien baby Jesus. I'm gonna Never put forget. that thing. I'm gonna put that thing in my living room and tell them like children, it's Elf on a Shelf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Alien baby Jesus transcends time and space and season, so you can put it up any time of any time of year. Children. Baby Jesus is on Con- the shelf. Confess. <laughs> Confess to look, baby Jesus. Look look at his eyes and listen to him sing. And then you just like, you have like speakers hidden and it's just Domino. <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay, wait. Speaking of the baby scratching, I think for me the scariest part of the movie was, so they have that montage of Delia growing up, which just basically consists of like, you that know, the mom holding the baby and she's got like parenting. Like yeah <laughs> well no she she's got like the the she's got the um like makeup on her face like like oh look at oh, me yeah. boo <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then um but then there's a scene where they they walk out of a room to see the dad and they both have on matching floral dresses <laughs> and it was they were the ugliest dresses i've ever seen but it was just like what is going on this is the weirdest montage it's like she's a baby and then the next scene she's like a little girl who looks pissed off um which i guess sets up how her character is but it was just like such a weird choice <laughs> like oh yeah. look no she's so acclimated to our life honey <laughs> oh god yeah you know what yeah that, you know what she was she was fully in the right to try and murder all those people. Agreed. Uh, that little girl, that little girl, by the way, is actually pretty good. She's a good. Film. Like I love the whoever did the costume design in this movie. I think did an amazing job because I love all of her little outfits because they're like so <laughs> her evil looks. looking. They're like yeah, they're like her professional evil looking, and they're like they look really menacing on the child. And I just thought that was, like, really brilliant. Uh, and, like, it really helped to, to get the look of this, like, evil child. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I which, think what I really wanted, which I don't know. I mean, obviously, for TV, they couldn't do this. But, like, I would love to see, like, a cut of this movie where, and, the you know, the parents would have to be okay with this, too, of this little girl. But it would have been awesome if they kind of pulled, like, sleepaway camp-style dialogue where mm. she just, like around her parents was like oh sure i'll do that but then like like that scene where the redhead kid is bullying her and she's like, gonna beat him to to a pulp with the lunch pail if she was just like i'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of you you little piece of shit like i just i wanted her to just like unload all this profanity like to like other kids and i was like that would have been so much better <laughs> than just like her fake niceties yeah 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 that'd be cool yeah, that would have been that would have been. She does great. she does have okay, a couple so, moments where she gets to like ham it up a little bit, like when she's mocking the dead fucking um 
uh, on the uh, what, oh. what are those, the, the roundabout, or whatever those the things you call the, wor the yeah, whirly gig. I don't think it's called that, but <laughs> the um, you know, when she's mocking her death uh, position, her death position oh is goodness. pretty I cool. That That's pretty so good. Much. It's pretty good. All right, go ahead, Andrew. I'm sorry. I okay, so I just wanted to say why they they clearly were setting it up, but I guess maybe they just could not get the rights to it or whatever. But if any horror franchise should have gone to the White House, that should have been the ending to the Omen franchise. But I guess they kill kill him before Damien gets to become they they, president. They sort of go the, in... Yeah, well, they sort of go the corporation route, too. Like that, I mean, yes, takes but over like, as we yeah. see in real life, they're, they're all evil. Like, it's yeah. all... Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, that, they're all linked now. I mean... Since... So here's my, here's my pitch for the next um, Omen film. Okay. Omen five, the streaming, right? So you have a baby boy like setup of the the you know born by no. Satan, right? No, he grows up to be like I no. don't know, eleven Logan years Paul. old. Fucking Logan grew... Paul, you want Logan no, Paul? No, 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 like, no, much like, worse than that. Don't don't jump don't jump my joke. He's uh, <laughs> he turns eleven, right? Um, he gets his own YouTube channel, right? And he turns around and it's just a Ben Shapiro. <gasps> fucking oh i'm into this <laughs> yep. dominoes you're giving way too much credit for to ben shapiro <laughs> he's dead. He be, he come on like, that's good i mean that's yeah that's not bad that's not come bad. on i thought you were gonna be like he like go really old reference and say he's like that kid that fred kid from early youtube no see that's too innocuous you know and logan paul too is just a, a dipshit he's not actively trying to destroy america you know what i mean or in right. the world you know that's He's fair. just That's too fair. stupid for that. That's fair. I really think they should have gone to the White House. Apparently, they were going to make a reanimator movie where, like, the reanimator characters went to the White House. And then, what? like, every comic book that writes about Freddy Krueger wants Freddy Krueger to be president. I don't know why. It's <laughs> happened in at least two books. You know what I'd like wow. to see? Pinhead for president. Oh, um, yeah, that'd be fair. I, mean, I would love to see fucking Pinhead's, like, White House law and fucking speeches. <laughs> <laughs> the country. <laughs> that would How amazing be... would that be? In a suit and tie? That'd be amazing. Yeah, that would be... It'd that be better be than amazing. the last fucking Hellraiser movie, I'll tell you that. But would be better than the last eight Hellraiser <laughs> movies. Uh, there are... There, Hellraiser movies are very, very bad. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, those oh. I've seen all of, and I don't remember anything about them. So that you says know what? a lot. That's a blessing. You know, if yeah. you opened up the box, like if you opened up the Le Marchand's uh, configuration, it would just give mm. you your memories of those movies back. Like that's I don't need how they them. would torture you. That is, uh, um, yeah. Can we can we talk about this na this nanny this first nanny for a little while, please? Yeah. Because oh yeah. I think it's just oh, yeah. outrageous that they let this fucking lady take this kid to this fucking psychic fair. Like you know, she, this girl is being brought to a cult essentially right and the mother's like okay let's go ahead this girl's coming back as a member of the order of the golden dawn after this shit <laughs> oh my goodness yeah yeah pretty much i don't know what the fuck is going on why what's with the crystals i don't i don't All i don't understand how this black. <laughs> i don't know how this intersects with like this christian mythology yes of okay the that was i wasn't sure if i was gonna be super nitpicky but i was kind of surprised that they brought in like Stuff that, like, the Christian church is, like, very against, that they're also having this Antichrist character be very against, too. I was like, well, wouldn't she then be, like, pissed off every time someone was kind around her? Because it seems like she's just generally against, like, light and positivity. 
Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's yep. really bizarre. They're trying to take her picture. This. <laughs> oh my god. There's this scene where the mother, the is the dad or the mother? It's the mother that comes home, and the, and this fucking nanny has her fucking weirdo friend in the yes. fucking parking lot, <laughs> ogling her little daughter. <laughs> and she's like, "My daughter's evil." No, you're fucking. I'm, you're siding with the nanny who has your fucking weirdo friend at your house. Well, and she's like, she almost hits. The, he almost hits her with his with his car, and she's like, "Was he drunk?" And then he's like, "No, he was just sick." And I'm like, "That's not any better." Like, yes, my weird friend was around your daughter, and she he was really sick. So I hope that's okay. It's been a little while since he chased the dragon. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Can we talk about how the mom is named Karen? So like they kept like so like I I was just kept thinking of like if this happened in modern day, and they'd be like. You stop being a Karen. Your baby's not Satan, okay? You just need to take them into therapy, okay? <laughs> it's just uh, the whole the whole like um, crystal thing. I just so, uh, it's so weird. So I looked up the actress just just out of curiosity to see what else she had done. She hasn't done a lot of TV work, um, and she's like so much like she has not acted in a while that like if you just look her up on Facebook, you can find her profile, um, and she has a baby now. So one like her profile picture that you saw was just her holding a baby, and I was like, "Oh my baby!" Oh the damn, baby watch from out! Four has a baby now. That's cool. That's cool. Wow. I was just like, I just thought she was from Toronto, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if I know anyone who like knows her at all." But I do not. So they're asking her to do a lot with this character for somebody with so. I mean, it is um, a character that has wild uh, mood swings. It seemingly doesn't know who to trust or understand how interpersonal relationships work in any way shape or form um it's just a really weird dynamic where usually in these situations you're rooting for her like when you see a film where it's like supernatural shit's going on and the person believes it and then you have kind of the asshole skeptic you're like you know even if you're a skeptic in real life like i am you're like okay skeptic you're being an asshole right in this film you're like, no, the dad's totally right. You're being a fucking cuckoo. Like, she, like I said, she's sending her kid to fucking psychic fairs. Um, she's like, and then there's all the other things that they cheated that was evil. And then mentions none of those things. Um, and it's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. Right, I, she, right. I think, I guess, I just real, I just, made, I just kind of made a connection when we were talking about Halloween 5 earlier. That that also has like a very good central performance by like a, a child. So like I, I guess mm. it's like actor was just uh, the director was just pretty good with working with kids because it's normally really hard to get a good performance out of like out of children. That's why everyone hates like children actors. Um, I mean, I guess people don't hate children actors, but I hate children actors. Usually. No, most people do. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Um, I don't know anyone who does. But like D- Daniel <laughs> Daniel Harris in Halloween Five gives like oh, great a, given like a crazy performance, right? Like and is asked to do a lot, but does it really well. And and a very similar thing happens in this movie. Um, you know, it's this dude in Spielberg, evidently. Yeah, I guess so. The uh, only two people I trust with kids, I guess. <laughs> Lock up the rest of Hollywood. Um, <laughs> If you so if you were to continue the franchise from here, if you were to make an Omen five, what would you guys do? Any ideas? Um, 
I mean, I feel like Jason already knows. I mean, he laid it out with Ben Shapiro and everything, yeah. which uh, I could yeah, see happening. I mean, I think that's yeah, the way to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that could happen. I mean, I'm a little worried about it, but yeah, I guess. I guess, can I ask a clarifying question? I mean, I think sure. you guys already did, but this was my confusion. Okay, so this baby that is born right is here, the reincarnation of the Antichrist, correct? Sure. Okay, so then who is she? They're twins, evidently. So they're, like, the same, I guess? So they're, like, um... Because, like, didn't they say that the baby was inside of her? Which is really weird. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. Really yeah. weird. Um, this whole thing is really weird. Like, I, can we not talk about an eight-year-old menstruating on a horse? Like, can we I not have like, that conversation? What? I was like, what? When they did um, that, when they did that, I, think I was just like, oh, what does that have to do with the horse? The horse is going crazy, I guess? Like, should I... What's going on with the horses? Well, like, I like, love is, in that, is this that a, scene. Is this a wrinkle that I should like know about? Like, if I'm like, hey, baby, want to go out and ride horses? I'd be like, well, I, I love guess not right now. The uh, the like the again the editing in that scene is hilarious because it's like every kid goes up on a horse and then she goes up and then like all the horses start like having a meltdown and jumping around and stuff and then they just stop. And then it cuts to the mom in the crowd and she just kind of shrugs her shoulders like, oh, okay. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no one's gonna be like, wait a minute, something's not right. <laughs> Fuck what's that kid. Up, what's up with those horses? Oh, they I calm down, honey. Get on there. <laughs> I love that scene afterwards with the doctor, and they're like, "Is my daughter okay?" And he's like, "She's menstruating." Like, where's this? <laughs> and then he's from? like, "Do you want me to explain it to her?" And I'm like, "No, dude. I definitely don't. Like, please do not." And I guess, um, doctor, my children. I guess like the uncovering that he's like in on this. Um, Rosemary's Baby-esque conspiracy is sort of makes that a little bit easier to understand but still it's really weird like thing to say to her right um, it would just say that she got thrown actually it makes it worse because why even bring it up why not just say like she got thrown off the horse if you know this like hidden baby conspiracy you don't have to bring up she's menstruating you just be like yeah, she got thrown from the horse like, you'd be like yeah Evil horse. Have you he ever heard done. of demon horses? That's what, he you, was just... that's what you got here, guy. She had that's a baby, and I took it out of her. So <laughs> there's gonna be some blood left over, just so you guys know. Guys, how small? Like I don't know. She. So like obviously, this is the most insane idea um, in this film, which is he extracts a fetus, and I guess because it's the Antichrist, it can. It's whatever, but but he was reading he a textbook. This... Like he was reading a textbook. <laughs> it was not like the Necronomicon or something. He was reading what seemed like a medical textbook where How they were extract and reinsert procedure. a fetus. I don't know. It's like suddenly like Uroboros fetus or whatever, or like one of those <laughs> Russian like I guess kids are like Russian nesting dolls and like there might be another kid inside. So what of I don't, like, oh. the other thing is like how did she not know she got this baby inserted into her? Like I'm not um, a gynecologist or anything, but like I feel like she, like is this baby so small it could be in a syringe and she just injected it and it went all the way through the bloodstream to the, you know. Let's get this director on the horn. Let's call. Let's find yeah. out. Let's Hi, just a really idea. quick question for you. Excuse me, sir. One cookie woman. Two. Yeah. Uh, what was? What's the deal with this? Well, it's hmm. so convoluted and stupid, though, because there's like an easier solution to this. Like, if you want to have Damien reborn, right? Well, like immaculate conception is a thing, right? Right. Like, right. And that's or, like a, and you can be like a par, like a, I'm like a dark parody of like. 
what they said happened with the Jesus. And the or, Jesus like, shit. you could have the daughter, like, you know, make the father, um, like, corrupt the father to the point that he's cheating on his wife with some crazy woman who's, like, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Nah, or just Satan just like shows up, a la... Fantasies. Is this what you're going to tell your wife? Like, when she uncovers the truth? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, our daughter, she's Satan, and she totally yeah. sleep with the secretary. Oh, my gosh. I would have loved if the movie was How just, like, th- we thought that this little girl was the Antichrist the whole time, and at the end we find out, like, oh, you know, this is all a red herring, and, like, this is the real Antichrist, and she's this this new baby, and that this daughter is there's just a shitty little girl. Like, I would, love, I would, love, yeah. I would love if it's, like, a red reveal. It's, like, Michael Lerner's cat was the Antichrist the whole right. time, and the cat's it's like, like wait, so Delia's the Antichrist, too? It's like, no, she's just annoying. Like, that's... <laughs> just yeah. yeah, she's just a little brat. Like, I would love that. She's just a four-year-old. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I... I would love like they never do that in these movies. Like I always like whenever a movie goes, "Ooh, is it supernatural or is it not?" It's almost always like, "Yeah, the it's it's supernatural." They just mm. play it. Like, has there yeah. ever been a movie where it's actually not been supernatural? There definitely has been, but I can't. I'm sure there has, but like not many. Like think of like the Last Exorcist. They're like, oh, she used these tricks, these things, and fireworks, and she's, <laughs> she was faking it. And then they go back and they're like, oh, it was a goat demon and shit. Guess it was real. <laughs> Fuck. Or like, like the Blair Witch. Like you know, Blair Witch Two happens, which proves something paranormal had to happen because that movie I mean, I feel was like made. It happens a lot in Scooby Doo, where they're like, boom, how are they saying? doing this? Yeah. And then it's just not. It's just a dude that knows how to do like it- magic tricks or something. And then it's just and it's just capitalism to blame because exactly somebody trying yeah. to rob somebody else's fucking property. <laughs> fucking Scooby Doo shows up and is just like, "This isn't the Antichrist. It's just a little girl." <laughs> or she like takes takes the mask off and it's the doctor like masquerading. Oh damn it! God oh, damn it! You caught me. All right, I wasn't menstruating. <laughs> <laughs> can i can i give this it's... movie um a genuine compliment but like, not in like a not in like a bad good compliment um sure i did think the very last shot was like pretty cool where the uh after the uh, the mother has died and the father is holding the baby and he's walking with delia and they're leaving the cemetery the path they're walking on is shaped like an upside down cross which i thought was kind of cool yeah it's nice. cool nice yeah nice they went off for other adventures that would never, ever happen. So fun. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to rate this film on a curve, which I think you have to, I mean, for a television film. Mm. For um, the fourth Omen movie. For like the you fourth the, film. Like, in a I franchise. I think it's pretty like good. This. Like, I'm not saying it's a good film, but I think, like, on a curve, I think it's way better than it has any right to be. Honestly, I'm, I'll watch this again. I know I'm going to watch this again. At some point in my life, I'm going to watch this again. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be on some podcast that forces me to watch it again, but yes. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be on. You know, I'm sure you'll uh, get roped into coming on to the podcast where I make you watch it again. Yeah, of course. That's that's kind of how our friendship works. Yeah. If you even call it a friendship at this point, I'm basically like your movie version of Antichrist. You're like, I just make you watch terrible movies. I'm like, um, 
Delia, and you're like the redheaded kid that steps on my lunch. And, yeah. You know, yeah. But you're going to pee your pants up that that ladder, so it's yeah. all worth it in the yeah. end. And you, you like verbally assault me and <laughs> assault me. So, you know. That's true. And I'm the wig on top of the nun's head. <laughs> that, that, that wig is phenomenal. Yes. I'm a big fan of that wig. Has there ever, there had to be another movie where like the snakes go bad in like a church setting and actually like bite the heck out of a person, right? Because like you always one... think about that, like a whole bunch of like evangelical things. I was like, I've got all these rattler snakes and they're gonna do a little dance with them, and then like you know they never go ham and just like kill people. But like I would think that would happen in more movies, especially movies like this, right? Like the devil just shows up and is like, oh. There's a bunch of snakes. You remove their fangs. Where I use my woochie woochie woo devil powers. Now they got fangs. Did they ever explain like the fucking uh, weird rag wearing vampires that like attack Michael Lerner as he's running away from them into the fucking uh, wrecking think, ball? Like, I think that's just Canadian citizens. I think that's just you know. I, by the way, in case you're not aware, I am a Canadian. <laughs> I'm super Canadian, so I can make these jokes. But super if, Canadian. Love it. If if Jason made these jokes, he would get canceled. But yeah. <laughs> Andrew's uh, drinking maple syrup right this minute. Oh yeah, I'm just down in maple syrup and just staring at a moose head. I think that's a a thing. That's a beer. Some yep, poutine. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. just down in poutine. I bathe in poutine. You know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, all my cats are named after hockey players. Yep. I'm uh, true Canadian. Uh, yeah, there's just, I love how the, the way that this discussion has worked is that we have not done like a straight line. We've just like, there's so many weird little things to talk about that we're just kind of like jumping all over the yeah. place, but I actually mm -hmm. like it. I, I, it's a very unique discussion of a movie in that there's just so many weird little scenes and you just slowly remember other weird little eccentricities about this movie and you're like oh yeah what about this part the baby's getting dunked and it was crying and he was like whoa evil baby is this, like, <laughs> is this like the least the church has done in any omen movie by the way like the church didn't do much like uh, yeah. other than being like yo evil's real there's crime and there's overpopulation and there's, and I'm like, you're going to say capitalism, bro? Because, like, most of those can be solved if you just, like, you know, <laughs> reform capitalism. Um, but, no, he's just like, yeah, we're, the evil's already here. If some demon came by, this would be their heaven, even though it's our hell. And you're like, oh, my God. Wow. How fun. Okay, Ronald Reagan, like, get, get, get out of office, please. <laughs> but he, like normally in these movies like like a priest would like show up like wielding a sword or something and be like i'm gonna get you little baby yeah. but like no I, it never happens like he doesn't even get like a cool like death or anything i thought what they were gonna do which i thought was interesting which i thought they were gonna do but they didn't was like bring the nun back as like that representative right as the you know hero kind of uh, you know in terms of instead of having a priest <laughs> Having, like, um, a nun, since you have, like, essentially a girl, Damien, have, like, um, you know, a female protagonist um, representative of the church. And as a cult leader, I thought that was kind of, would have been interesting. But no, they just had her get bit by a snake and her face blow up. She looked um, like, like, she looked like uh, she, she was positioned like... to be the, like, protagonist. 
And then she yeah. saw that dog get its face bitten off, and she's like, fuck this, I'm moving. I'm, I'm becoming a sex worker for a few years, and then you know, I'm going that? to start a cult. Like, that's, Why did that's that happen? Goal. Why did that happen? I don't I understand. She's wanting want to change against... her lifestyle. If she's like, yes. if she's like the, okay, if your mission is to be like, oh, I have to stop the Antichrist, and then you go to stop the Antichrist, and the Antichrist is like chewing on a doll, and you're like, nah. You know what? I'm going to go enjoy myself. Like, I'm going to go have a good time, get re- throw off the shackles of religion, and just party for a while. And then jump right back in feet first into fucking running a cult, a snake cult? Like, I mean, that seems, uh... I think I you kind of need some, from a storytelling perspective, you need some connective tissue there, I think, to, like, explain that transition. Well, yeah, because, like, would the snake... Like, if Michael Lerner hadn't shown up, would the, all those events still have happened as normal? <laughs> or was it know. the idea that the photograph was shown? That the photograph was all, like, the snakes would be like, oh, the lady's normally calm. Now she's going crazy because of this photograph. It's time, boys. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> yeah, if, I mean, I feel like if you had, like, um, introduced the new nanny a little bit earlier and had her, like, show up there... Noonie, yep. That would have been interesting because, like, oh, obviously yeah. the whole point of, like, holding the snakes is, like, conquering Satan, right? It's, like, the snake is representative of the serpent in, you know, the Garden of Eden, and you're, you know, conquering that evil. And with evil entering the building and then the snakes biting everyone, I think it's interesting. I just don't think it was necessarily executed as well as it could have been, you know? Yeah, yeah. I do wonder if some of that's, like, just budget reasons, right? Like, I they guess. might have had, like, a bigger plot planned and then it got put into a tv movie instead of being like a theatrical to, release um, to, cut, still, uh, to, to to um to evan's point you cut that wig out you probably gain like uh five hundred thousand dollars back in the budget gotta be yeah you know what yeah you're right that's like a lena heady game of thrones wig basically <laughs> but it does look like that yeah shame Shame. Can you imagine? All of a she shows up in Game of Thrones. It's like, shame. Shame on you. You pissed your pants. Shame on you, you sissies. That would be, I'm down. I'm down for that. Um, yeah. Is there anything, Evan, is there anything else that we haven't covered in, oh. in this? Because it seems like there is, but we're going to have like a memory of it like when we're trying to sleep tonight we're just gonna like wake up and be like oh, there was that scene in home and fall but that part yeah you know um honestly i think from the notes that i wrote i i hit everything and then you guys brought up stuff that reminded me of other things and you know um yeah nothing nothing else i, I guess i i did find it funny that so you, i think um someone mentioned about how there was like two heart attacks in this movie yeah, and um I did think it's funny that pastor that we first see die. I was looking to see what he was staring at because he when he was walking through the church before he was staring at the Jesus, he was staring up at the corner, and I was like, "Am I supposed to see something?" But it was just crown molding, so I was just like, "Is he having a heart attack?" Because he's just like the crown molding is just it's too obtuse, you know. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> that's that's my last note i guess i i love it it is this film positing that 
every dog is just innately evil? Is that what like but is that is that dog go and save her when she's a toddler? Okay, doing the bidding of Satan to save mm. this toddler. That is dog, that what, okay? Was that not like a very weird pet cemetery reference? That seemed like that entire <laughs> scene yeah. was just like you are you're conditioned because you saw Pet Cemetery in '89, and you're like. Mm. This girl gonna die and then she couldn't come back to life evil or something, right? Like you just think something because it was even filmed almost like that. Like maybe yeah. this was Pet Cemetery three and they had to change it in production to be an Omen movie and right. they're just like, yeah, we already filmed that opening scene. We'll just we'll just fiddle around yeah, with that. It's got to be a, a Pet Cemetery reference, right? Because it's very much shot that way. But the dog, like, rescuing her, I didn't really get what they were trying to say. Are they really saying – and then with the cats, with Michael Lerner, are they really trying to make that an yep. connection? They're doing well, it. They're doing it, man. Cats are I mean, holy. Cats are, I think they did the, the first Omen movie. In the first Omen movie, like, Damien's got, like, Rottweilers and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, they, he has um, Doberman Pinchers, right? Oh, yes. My apologies. No, you're, yeah, you're fine. I you're didn't, like, I you're didn't like one get... of those car guys, but for, like, dogs. You're like, well, actually, this breed was only seen in the northwestern version of some Appalachian mountains. Yes. Yep. Yeah, to that point, I didn't quite get that scene either because because it this the way it's shot, too, it, it's supposed to be tense. And I was like, well, okay, if this is supposed to be the Antichrist, like, why would we care if she got killed? So, like, who are we supposed to be nervous for? The dog? Or... <laughs> I was I real know. nervous for the dog. I thought the dog got killed, and I was like, "That's I mean, not cool." I, 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 I was nervous about that drifter. They just bought the dog off of him. Oh yeah, yeah. Dog. Okay, that's the question. It was like little girl crying, and then hard cut to the little girl playing with the dog, and then the mom's like, "She loves that dog." And it's like, oh, so you have it now? Like, what they happened? Did you drifter. guys kill that guy and then just like take the dog? Well, like you know, the guy's like, "What a bad dog!" And then she's like, "No." The dog saved my daughter. He saved just, her. And then it just cuts, and she's like, yeah, I got all his shots, and there's nothing wrong with him. He's all good. He's our dog now. And then just, like, someone's just, like, Jeeves is just, like, burying the corpse out back of this or something. <laughs> Sir, I'd like to buy your dog. My daughter's menstruating, and she needs some support right now. <laughs> the guy's like, um, you can just have the dog. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Tell me nothing more about this. Take this dog. Yeah. Never speak to me again. It's like the weirdest like save and rescue. Mi- you're like, oh wow, my dog's so good. And then this woman's just like the psycho who's like, thank you. <laughs> she just pulls a full actual Karen. Yeah, then, she oh she might have smelled the blood on my daughter. <laughs> like, Ma'am, you don't need wow. to keep telling everyone you meet about this, okay? <laughs> Seriously. That's what uh, I yes. want the whole movie to be, is just her going around, <laughs> like, with, to diners and stuff. Like, what can I get you guys to eat today? Oh, um, you know what? Just some ketchup, but, you know, not too much because my daughter's menstruating. Like, <laughs> she's okay. only eight years old. Look yeah, she's only eight, in case you didn't notice. <laughs> this is her dog. We just killed a homeless man and took it. I've been in this line at TJ Maxx for 15 <laughs> minutes. My daughter is menstruating. <laughs> I don't have to wear a mask in this costume. <laughs> my daughter is Menstruating. Okay. It makes it very hard for her to breathe. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, we're canceled, guys. Love it. Finally. You know, fine. Yeah. You know, I've been waiting for it to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, oh, this man. podcast has just been a prolonged invitation <laughs> to cancel us, but you know, it's just taking right. so long. Yeah. So yeah. Long. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Many, many episodes of just circling the drain slowly. 
Speaking of circling the drain slowly, Jason, where can we find you online? Uh, no, no, I will not have anything um, related to me attached to this episode. Um, <laughs> I'm, no. Fair. Evan, is there anywhere online that you want to send people to you? Um, <laughs> I mean, you can you can say hey on Twitter. It's just at Evan Sleed. Um, but that's pretty much it. I don't really do many other social medias too much, so you know that's, that's where I can say hi and we can talk about whatever you want. Not whatever, just you know. Be well, yeah. I mean, when I say whatever, I mean things that I have decided are worthy of my time. Do not tweet Evan telling him your daughter's menstruating. Please. Yeah, if you want to know if your daughter's menstruating or not, just ask me. <laughs> just there, I don't need any context. I don't need to know her name. Just just ask me, and I will let you know within twenty four to forty eight hours. That's it. Got to consult his horse farm. Anyway, right. uh... I have a whole podcast on it. Actually, I just is every that... episode I just read out names of of girls that, uh, is that, that are. Is that that is that one hundred percent a Gwyneth Paltrow thing that's going to happen? Like, <laughs> oh, that, I know. <laughs> is that what happened in the ring? Is that all those horses jumped off that boat because Samara was menstruating? Probably. <laughs> All right, guys, if you want to follow this podcast on Twitter, you can go to M Podcast M, or, you know, you can support us on Patreon, where, I don't know, we'll probably come up with something terrible, uh, at Milkshakes and Mimosas on Patreon. And, you know, as always, blame horses and praise cats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.